This is HPR episode 1854 entitled, Installing Ubuntu on the Asus TP500L. It is hosted by John Culp, and is about 15 minutes long. The summary is, I talk about the process of getting Ubuntu onto my son's UFI secured laptop. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. like it. This is John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana, and uh, I have found it increasingly difficult to find time to record a podcast now that the semester is going at school. The fall semester started up about a week and a half ago. Kids are back in school, and uh, it's just gotten awfully busy. Hard to find time to do this, so I'm going to talk while I'm walking on my way to the office this morning. I have a class at 8 a.m., Right now, it's 7.13. I expect it'll take about 10 minutes to get there. I'm going to talk on the way about something that shouldn't take up too much time. Um, It's about installing Ubuntu Linux on my son's laptop. Now, uh, both of my kids ran Crunchbang Linux for pretty much their whole lives. From the time they had computers up until recently, my daughter still runs Ubuntu now. She switched from Crunchbang because it seemed like it didn't didn't work with Minecraft, and that was important to her, so we switched her over to Ubuntu. Uh, But she's using the laptop that my son used to have before he got his new laptop. Basically, we use hand-me-down laptops. for the longest time I always had the newest one and then whatever my old one was got handed down to my son and then other one handed down to daughter and my wife kind of just grabbed whatever was left over since all she really needed to do was check email and make documents and stuff and the kids always wanted to play some kind of game which required more horsepower but uh I don't know from the time my kids were little age three and up Whatever laptop they had access to ran Crunchbang Linux, and so they got totally used to it and uh, had never even used Windows computers until they got to school. Uh, However, my my son needed a new laptop, I want to say eight months or a year ago. Uh, The one he had was just starting to not perform very well, and stuff he was doing at school was requiring uh, Windows applications and stuff, and so I, I finally just bought him a new laptop running Windows 8. It is um, Asus. Let me get the model number right here. I have it on my phone. Asus uh, TP500L. Pretty nice looking piece of hardware. It's got a, I guess it's a 15 inch screen. It's a touch screen and it flips around. You can take the screen and flip it all the way around and uh, fold it back against the uh, underside of the laptop so that it's like you're holding a great big tablet. And I don't think he uses the touchscreen that much, but it's, it's kind of cool. 
when I bought it, I was fully aware that it had UEFI secure boot on it. And for the longest time assumed that I would not be able to put any kind of Linux on there. Uh, but I decided to take a closer look eight months or so later. Interestingly, at first, my son really hated using Windows. And not even because it was... Well, I think at first he assumed it was because it was Windows, because he was just used to Linux his whole life. But then uh, once he found his way around and figured out where everything was, he, he thought it was fine, really. Um, he actually took a computer programming class over the summer where it was uh, a good thing that he had a Windows machine just because they were doing C-sharp. We signed him up for this programming class from Duke University in the summer. It's for kids about his age. He's 14 years old. And uh, we signed him up for this online programming class, not realizing that the language they used was going to be C-sharp. But eh, whatever. He, the principles that he learned in there were good and can be applied to any number of programming languages. And he had a good time doing it. He wrote some interesting programs. He even wrote another program after the, after the class was finished. He wrote his own random password generator, which works pretty well, actually. And so uh, he didn't really mind using Windows. But then recently he um, clicked the button that went upgrade to Windows 10. And the, the Windows 10, its reputation anyway, is that it's not very good in terms of user privacy and stuff like that. And so it got me to think, you know what, I just... <laughs> walking along here by the engineering building and I just found a USB to micro USB cable that's about one foot long lying on the ground so I'm going to take it put that in my pocket right here got me a new cable you can't ever have too many of those US micro USB cables uh, anyway so uh, the alleged privacy concerns about Windows 10 got me to thinking again about maybe seeing about putting Ubuntu Linux on his laptop. We disabled all of the uh, privacy problem issues that we could find on Windows 10, but I keep hearing that there are other ones that are hidden that you won't be able to disable, and so whatever. Uh, I started looking into it and found that, yes, people had installed Ubuntu onto this uh, laptop. I, I chose Ubuntu just because it's got so much um, widespread usage and it's not because it's necessarily the easiest one to use, but I, I, the, since this laptop does have a touchscreen, I wanted to make sure that he was using a distro that had good touchscreen support as well. So the, the first problem was to try to get the thing to boot from a USB stick. And it's not so easy on these newfangled laptops. They don't make it easy to get into the BIOS and especially not to boot from something other than the hard drive that they want you to boot from. Sorry, I've got uh, a lot of environmental noise right here. I'm walking past Oliver Hall, which is the home of the Center for Advanced Computer Studies at our university. Not too many students around right now because it's only quarter after seven in the morning. Um, so, uh, I seemed like I recalled that you had to go like somewhere inside the Windows GUI to mess around with the system settings. And so I, I found after searching a little bit that 
you can do an advanced restart option by shift clicking on the restart button inside Windows. So I did that and followed my nose to get to the advanced uh, boot up options. One of them is to boot into system setup. That looked promising, so I did that. And voila, I'm into the BIOS. So there are a couple of things that you have to do in the BIOS before you're going to be able to... Um, boy, it's really noisy around this corner. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, there are a couple of things you have to change in the BIOS before you're going to be able to boot from a USB, especially a USB running Linux and not Windows or something like that. Um, thankfully, it was pretty easy to disable Secure Boot. I had heard that there are some BIOS or motherboards or whatever that, that don't even allow you to disable the Secure Boot, but this one was pretty easy. You just went over to the Security tab and then uh, down arrowed all the way to the bottom where it said um, something about uh, using Secure Boot and just click it, and, or not, you can't click, you just press Enter, whatever, and then spacebar to change the value to Disable. And so that disables the secure boot. That's one step. A giant air conditioner next to the chemistry building here. Sorry about that. Um, then on the boot tab, I, I read on some ASUS support forum that to boot from a USB, you have to disable secure boot and then enable something they called CSM, compatibility support mode. So I did that and then tried to boot from the USB with the Ubuntu image on it and it didn't work. It kept telling me to insert a suitable boot medium. And so I went back into the system BIOS and then disabled CSM like it had been before and tried one more time. By the way, to get to the Windows 10 boot menu on startup, you have to... Oh, one more thing. You have to disable... What is it? Um, there's something called fast boot. Yeah, on the, the boot tab in the BIOS, you have to disable fast boot before this stuff will work, I think. And then when you restart the machine, hold down the escape key and a little uh, dialog box will pop up asking which thing you want to boot from. And so you choose the USB. And after having disabled secure boot and disabling CSM, the compatibility support mode, I was able to boot from the USB stick. So I got the Ubuntu live session going, checked out a few things, found out that the touchscreen worked fine, two-finger scrolling was working, and uh, that was important to my son because after upgrading to Windows 10, he found that uh, two-finger scrolling on his touchpad didn't work anymore, and there seemed to be no way to fix it. So he was happy that that seemed to work. So after verifying that it was going to work pretty well, the one thing that didn't work was the wireless, but I read and found that there is a way to make it work once you have the system installed. So uh, we went ahead and after poking around in the live session for a bit, rebooted and installed it. Um, I, I had to reboot because I wanted to make sure he had a chance to back up certain files, just in case. We rebooted and installed Ubuntu, the long-term support release, alongside of Windows 10, and so now he can dual boot. I did get the wireless working, although it took a couple of reboots and a couple of tries with a, uh, an installation script that somebody had published online. I don't remember where it was, but you essentially had to get the 
um, I guess the Windows driver from the Asus website and uh, put it in the right place and run a couple of things and make some symbolic links and he somebody made a script that does all this stuff for you and so uh, it works now the only thing that still doesn't really work quite right is uh, has to do with power management the suspend and resume is problematic it seems to work okay if you suspend it using the GUI menu and then open the lid back up but then if you just close the lid it, it doesn't it doesn't start back up the right way. Crossing the street now, trying not to get run over by cars. Um, so I'm at the corner across from my building and just about to make an Light has changed. Walking across the street. Let's see if there's anything else I wanted to mention here. Um, yeah, that, that's about it. So anyway, uh, I feel a whole lot better now about the privacy and security of his laptop when he's running on the Ubuntu side. We wanted to keep the Windows 10 partition just because there are certain uh, things that he has to do related to schoolwork, collaborating with friends on projects, stuff like that, where it really is just, it, it saves everybody a lot of work if he just uses MS Office like everyone else. They don't have compatibility issues and spend a whole lot of time screwing around trying to make things look right after somebody's system messes it up so for that kind of compatibility we kept it although I think since the moment going into my building now oh it's suddenly so quiet it's also very cold in here um heard somebody oh. uh, since the moment we installed Ubuntu on there he hasn't even booted back into Windows yet, and I should probably at least try that at some point to make sure that the dual boot really works. Because <laughs> one thing it does, when you install Ubuntu on this thing, it puts the Grub boot manager in instead of the normal Windows boot up, and so I can see that Windows 10 is still on the list of available boot options, but we have not yet even tried it. He's stayed on the Linux side and uh, seems to like it just fine apart from the suspend problem but he's slowly getting into the habit of suspending from the GUI menu instead of simply slapping the lid closed like he was used to. Anyway, uh, I guess that's it. I'm at work. It's time for me to get after it. I got a class in 34 minutes and I better prep myself. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs>